0: Is the audio going? It's going. Please, please, please consider the following. <laughs> uh-huh. I found an intro. You just have to get it. Anyways, today, hello, people. We are talking briefly. We have one hour. It was supposed to be two. We are now cut down, but we are doing top 25 goalies since 1990. We will quickly, at one point, halfway through the list, acknowledge five goalies before 1990 who definitely were all-time greats just unfortunately because of the rule changes etc. We don't really feel that they're eligible for a list of the modern era. We
1: also didn't have the pleasure of seeing them play either.
0: Yeah, that definitely affects it too. Um, but I mean, the stats are definitely skewed because of it too. The, a lot of the guys post-1990 the goals against the save percentages they were pretty awful. So
1: and we, were, we were even discussing someone like Grant Feuer who's considered an all-time great great winner on a dynasty has just absolutely horrible horrible stats in uh, up to today's standards so if you want
0: to start with yours I, I guess hopefully we could each remember the five we said maybe we should have figured a way to give each other the list beforehand too but it's gonna more so just be discussion but if you want to ramble your five off uh, we'll, we'll see it in all the clippets after
1: so we're going to go with uh, the before our time, aren't we?
0: No, no, no. We'll do that around 15 or so.
1: Just,
0: just start with 25 to 21, and then we'll we'll do a brief
1: discussion every five. Alrighty. righty. So when I was doing my list, I took into consideration stats as well as team accomplishments. So some of these guys don't actually have cups, but they have just some unbelievable numbers. So at 25, I, I had... Ranked Jose Theodore <laughs> with a 268 save percentage and a 90%, and he was still able to maintain a, a 90% save percentage. Just say the names for first and we'll discuss. And then Ron Hextall, John Van Beesbrook, Mike Richter, Cam Ward, and Olaf Kolzig.
0: I had Kolzig higher for sure, just based on kind of who he played for, what he did in longevity my five to start i have mike richter 25 i have braden holby 24 i have nabokov 23 sergey gabroski 22 and corey crawford 21 and i know a couple of those you're already upset about by the way you're looking at me
1: <laughs> yeah let's just say i have nabokov uh, way higher
0: see you how i can't really put him much higher it, all he has is wins i mean his goals against the same percentage yeah they're all right But when it came to playoffs, that team never did anything. They made the conference finals once or twice, but at the end of the day...
1: They've also not done anything without him either.
0: They made a cup final. They made farther without him than they ever did with him. I don't know. Definitely. I mean, when he went to the Islanders, he was okay, but he wasn't that good either. He was a bit older... In terms of being one of the best goalies of the 2000s, yeah, probably just, again, in terms of wins, he's second in wins in the 2000s. He has almost, I think yep. it was 500, and it was all basically in that period. Only Martin yeah. Brodeur had more. Yeah. So and I it, definitely, in that sense, I get it. But in terms of if I had one game and there's every goalie from 1990, if I'm picking Venni Nabokov, he's the 23rd guy I'm
1: picking based on what he showed me, honestly. And I uh, I have him 12, surprisingly. So, uh, Jose Theodore, did he crack your list at all?
0: No, he didn't because he only had that two-year span, basically. He had the Hart-Vesna combo. I agreed something hard to do, but it was also kind of given to him. Well, he I think his record was like 30, oh, very 21, difficult.
1: Well, and when 12. you actually take a look at the the amount of players, goal uh, goaltenders that have actually achieved that, it's only like three or four guys.
0: I yeah, think. but again, at the same time, if you look at – Wins, losses, and ties. His record was technically under five hundred, and he somehow got a heart in Vesna. His goals against wasn't under two. His save percentage, I think, it was just about nine. It was a great year. Don't get me wrong, but there's been years that have been just as good. There's been well,
1: his that. career goals against is, is is two six eight,
0: which isn't bad. But again. And it, he has almost he, he a, was a border. He was a borderline for me. The fact that, again, he definitely choked bad in playoffs every time. If you look at all his playoff stats, even though his save percentage in a couple times were about 9, 10, 9, 15, scores against was over three in pretty much every single playoff run for the Canadians. And even though they did upset the Bruins a couple times again, he just didn't – he choked, man. And they always had that problem. Remember, Huey came in and replaced him like nothing. Same thing with Price, I mean. Mm-hmm. So – I agree he's borderline 25. I don't hate any—I don't think it's a bad pick at all. I had him, like, 26, 27, 28 kind of range. Same with Hextall, too. That's the thing. Like, Hextall just didn't do anything to me in the playoffs, but his presence alone gives him an argument here. I
1: agree. Yeah, he's one of the most influential goalies of that entire era.
0: And honestly, if I didn't have Mike Vernon on this list, I would probably have Hextall, but just because my— main argument for where I have Vernon is going to be his, the fact that it's fighting. I didn't want to have too many goals. He's just, oh, he's a fighter kind of thing. I agree, though. Hexal's presence is something. And Van Biesburg, too. The only reason I didn't have him is because I have Richter. I mean, I think they were very similar. I think th- I like Van Beesbroek more, but that yep. I didn't want to have him on there based on personal preference. I think well, the I, fact I that- Well, I found
1: their careers very similar too. That's why I have them 22, 23. Yeah,
0: I just have Richter 25. And I mean, Richter won the cup with the Rangers, and basically when the Rangers got rid of Van Beesbroek, they won the cup with yep. Richter again. So that's why Richter cracks it again. Richter also won a silver with the USA at a pretty old age, and he did very good in that Olympics, surprisingly. So I think overall, if you need a clutch performer, Mike Richter was actually a money guy, and because of that, he deserves a 25 spot just right there for me. And then I I think before, who else did you have on there?
1: Well, at at 21, I had Cam Ward, and then 20, Olaf Kolsing. Well, go back to 20, just 21 to
0: 25. So you have Cam Ward. See, Cam Ward's numbers to me aren't that honest. They're honestly
1: not that good. They're pretty average. But With me, it's more just longevity, the fact that he's kept up pretty good numbers, in now two eras, uh, uh, before modern and in, in complete modern era. Well, at 700 games played, he, he's, he's maintained some pretty consistent numbers. Like, is
0: Corey Crawford on your list at all? No. See, that's where I would have the difference.
1: I also I? have a bias against Corey that's Crawford. That's what I mean. You know, I, I didn't it goes want back bias a long time. time. I, I just I, I can't consider him just because of the the small amount of games he's played.
0: It is a small amount of games he's played, but I mean also... Like most
1: of the guys on my list have played 500 plus.
0: That's fair. I, he might have about 500, but like in six of the seven years he's played at least 50 games, he has a 915 save percentage or above. He has two cups already. He has a 2.29 goals against and a 919 save percentage before, in the playoffs. And as I said before, I think
1: those two cups are, are, are more a result of who he's He play. has a
0: 919 save percentage in the playoffs. There's higher scoring chances in the playoffs too, you know. It's, it's not like there's just shots from the point. Yeah, yeah, the numbers don't lie from that, and then Braden Holtby too. I doubt you have on there.
1: No, I didn't. I didn't
0: see. And for me, he just cracks it only because he got Washington over the hump, but he's also pretty much the best playoff goalie of this era somehow. I don't know how it happened, but let's see. So since coming into the league, he's fifth in wins, top ten in shutouts, save percentage in nine, fifteen or above in f- first five years as starter. Already has more playoff wins than Roberto Luongo. Third best save percentage in playoffs of all time. And, of best, and it's actually the best of all players with at least 50 ga- uh, 80 games played. He has 82. So, I mean, the 929 save percentage in the playoffs is pretty insane in
1: 82 games played. That's the most unheard of. Yeah, that's a full season. That actually is unprecedented numbers. And it is a short... Because you rarely see anyone <laughs> over the, the 92. That's what
0: I mean. So, I mean, it's a short stint, I agree. That's why he's shorter on the list, and if he keeps it up, but the last... Two years in the regular season, he struggled a bit. We'll see if he can get back to it. But I think Brayden Holby deserves a top 25 spot. Um, the only other one I have, I have a Broski 22. I don't know
1: where you have him, if you have him. No, I didn't add him either. I just, two I, I, I agree that at this point in the NHL, he's probably one or two.
0: Yeah. Currently. And two
1: Veznas already. Two Veznas. It, 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 he has the, 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 the most Veznas in any curr- uh, currently active. But li- listen
0: to these playoff stats. Uh, 3.49 goals against, uh, 5 and 14, win loss record, uh, save so percentage under nine. That's
1: also a franchise that hasn't gotten past the first round.
0: Yeah, but still. So, I mean. 3.46 goals against man. Perhaps that'll change this year since they just. Uh, he got he to has one go. good Olympics, but uh, if you want to move on, we'll go 20 to 16.
1: All right, you, you could start with that one.
0: All right, so I got Mike Vernon 20, I have Ryan Miller 19, Pika Renee 18, Mika Kipper 17, and Tuka Rask 16.
1: Not a bad list. So, <laughs> <laughs> so from uh, 19, I have Thomas Volkun. 18, Kerry Lettinen, 17, Sean Burke, 16, Nikolai Habibulin, 15, Beckerino. Oh, you're supposed to go 20 to 16.
0: So you'd have Coles But I already and, and
1: did 20, so the next five. But yes, I have Thomas Volkun, Kerry Lettinen, Sean Burke, Nikolai Habibulin. Alright,
0: stop there. I have Hanfibulin about the same spot. We'll discuss him last because of that. I didn't have Sean Burke, again, because it, he was pretty average to me. He, he Longevity, yeah, but again, he was just pretty average. And there's a lot of guys who I think are a lot more talented. Again, if I have 25 goalies from 1990 on, Sean Burke's just not one of them. Maybe like 34, about there, kind of thing.
1: Uh, I really only placed him that high because the game's played in, in – in in correlation with the the amount of wins. It, it, the fact that I put Kerry Lettinen as as 18 and Thomas volkun as 36, I mean they're ranked 30th and 36th in wins respectively. So Sean Burke at 27 and a better, uh, safe percentage than someone like Carey Letton. That's the slight thing that edged mm-hmm. it for me.
0: See, Carey Letton and I didn't have on, on there either. I it, it surprised me looking at it that I think I, I said too, Carey Letton's is actually 30th and wins all time, yep. which is pretty ridiculous. But, and he also played on Atlanta team which was awful for a while. And I think he got them playoffs the first time. He was a very talented goalie, don't get me wrong. But again, it's the playoffs thing. Every single time he made the playoffs, man, his goals against was like 2.7. That safe percentage, hardly 900. It seems like when this guy had his moments to shine, he kind of failed. And because of that, I didn't want to put him on my list. It, additionally, he only had about the, what, six, seven good years kind of thing. With Dallas, he was all right. He kind of had the starter. But they, they were looking for a goalie a lot of the time, too, when they were, he was there. He had injuries. For me, it was hard. For me, it was hard. Well, was probably the hardest one for me to leave off this list, because I do
1: love stats. Yeah.
0: His save percentage is insane. It's in the Olympics, And his too. goals
1: against for goalies in that same era, it, it's just it blows them out of the water. By e- even when he got
0: of old, points. he had a playoff run with the Penguins. He had 11 games played. It was like a yeah. 2.12 goals against and like a 9.29 save percentage or something. Well, for me, one it's one
1: 700 run. games played, and he maintained a, a 2.5 goals against. Yeah. That's
0: very yeah. hard. And to he was up. on bad teams for the most part, Oh, too. yeah, for sure. Florida Panthers. Yeah, the Predators. <laughs> predators when they started. And yeah. I mean... It there, there was, I think it was the 2010 Czech Olympics too. He played, he was the older too, but I think he played five games and he had like uh, goals against under two and I, again, super high save percentage. Volkun's definitely one of the most underrated goals of the year. I agree. Oh, for sure. And I, I left him off mine too, just
1: because he doesn't have the accolades. And Oh, I even remember trying to, to trade for him usually in like the early NHL games just because he was ranked like... 86. <laughs> he was cheap as hell, and I could flip him for like a, a decent player in a draft pick. What about Kolzig though? You have him 20. I have him higher. I won't say where
0: I have him yet, but I have him higher. I just see Kolzig again. It's like Volkun in the sense that I think his numbers might be a bit inflated because he just faced a lot of shots, and yes, that's why did. I guess I left Vokun off. But the, I put Kolzig on because he had that one insane playoff run. Yep. I was I think a 1.71 goals. How far did they make
1: it that year though? I don't. Cup th- final. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Did they make it?
0: They made it. Th- I thought they. They won. also had they a they
1: heartbreaking did. conference final as well. Mm. So, so that's what I was also thinking of.
0: Oh, it could have been that one too, but they he had a significant. I think he had twenty some games played, like twenty one. That's why I thought it was the cup final. But maybe it probably was
1: that him. year because there was a couple runs that, that he led them on.
0: Yeah, but he he was definitely clutch. Germany too, in the o uh, four World Championship oh, where was He was their out. best player for at dude. Least 15, his numbers years. Not, his numbers in the o four World Championships were amazing. Oh, for sure. Uh, so I I Kolesik like a bit higher. I think again just of the era, Kolesik's like definitely one of the best goalies of all time. May, will he make the Hall of Fame or? Uh, I don't know maybe just because where he's from
1: I too. remember even you and I five years ago saying like Oli Kolzig like for like there was many years I think it was three years in the NHL he averaged the most shots per 60 minutes and what about Mike Vernon do you have him Mike Vernon, no, he didn't. The thing is, is uh, he was very, like like you said, close to Mike Richter for me. And Mike Richter only kind of edged him out because of the slight stat difference. See, Vernon makes the list for me, and he's even higher than Richter
0: Richter, because I agree Richter had better stats overall. But Mike Vernon, Calgary Flames, he's probably second-best goalie of all time, maybe of all time. Him and Kipper, debatable. He stole games for
1: Calgary I'd still edge times. Kipper in that debate.
0: Most people probably would. Um, additionally, Vernon has a con Smythe. And, I mean, he has that con Smythe when he's going head-to-head against Patrick Watt. And he was the only guy of that time in the West who was competing with Patrick Watt. And he, that fight, remember yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah, I remember that fight. I mean, that changed the momentum. Mike Vernon wasn't scared to change a game. Mike Vernon changed many games. And he had a, He also had a playoff run when he won that Con Smythe. He had over 20 games played. I think it was a goal against, goals against under one or, or under two or just about. So I think...
1: And you're stressing playoffs a lot. And that's one thing that clearly gets overlooked especially even with ca- career stats. I mean, the goaltender is the most important position in hockey. When you think about how many forwards there are, how many defensemen, there's hundreds of players in the league. Mm. There's only 32 starting goaltenders. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, you I are the the cre- you have you have to be the cream of the crop. You have to be a top athlete uh, to, to be a starting goaltender. So, I, it, the thing is is al- you can't win a series in the NHL these days without solid goaltending. And I mean, it often it, it tips the scales left to right. And when a goalie
0: gets hot, and they can make that four run for you, especially if they're doing multiple times. I mean, uh, Vernon really on the one really deep run, but again, the, the Red Wings were always competitive. He was going against guys like Patrick Juan. He was doing a good job at doing it. So I think of the era, Vernon debatable top 20, top 25 kind of range, mm. especially mainly because that fight too. That helps so much. Because <laughs> Like I said, I would have put Hextall on there if Vernon never would have done that, honestly, probably, but the fact he had that to support him too, I'm like, at least I could kind of bring that up for someone uh, who else I got uh, I have Ryan Miller 19 for me that's a longevity thing too he was very consistent okay, for the Sabres. Sure. Do you have him on your list oh yeah but he is much higher
1: yeah so just we'll on numbers be, alone I, I we'll, we'll come back I'll let you rant about him for the, the no numbers are almost untouchable
0: then I pick a renee 18 if you have him
1: yeah, in fact, we actually uh, ranked him in a very, very similar, uh, like I said, he was 15 for me. Yeah,
0: do you have any stats for him? I didn't write any down for now, but well, I've done
1: enough. Well, Well, he, he's top 25 in, in, in wins.
0: And of this era, he's top 10 pretty much all stats. And like that's since thing, he's
1: come in the NHL last had, seven, He had, I think it was years. 80 less games than somebody that actually ended up having the same, relatively the same amount of wins. So he was actually, it's just a higher win percentage. And then he finally
0: got his Vezna,
1: he got his cup, he overcame any yep. woes. So uh, a consistency tube And he okay. has nearly a 92% per uh, percent save percentage Yeah Which is uh, <laughs> If you're anywhere above the 91 You're usually a, a top 10 goaltender
0: And it if, well, at you, the if time you talk to guys that. in locker room too, they all love
1: Pekka Renee. There's
0: yeah. articles on the, I think it's the Athletic of uh, Shea Weber or Ryan Z- or Suter, I think it was or no Ryan Ellis writes it. Yes. And yes. talking about Pekka taking clappers from Shea Weber, they're all like, <laughs> "What's he doing?" They're like, "It's Pekka." Like th- the fans love him, everyone loves him, yeah, so yeah. he he definitely deserves a spot on it. I have.
1: Um, and you and I were even talking about uh, you brought up Bobrovsky. I mean, yeah. you, you can make the case that that's a one and two right now in the NHL. Easily. Close, close. Um,
0: Rask is probably up there too and that, that's a guy of, uh, so I have Kipper 17 you probably have him higher than I
1: assume well I have him at a, a a 13
0: okay so close for me it was just a short stint I agree Kipper was a great goalie he just didn't do it for a long time Yeah, he only played 38 games I think it was for the Flames that one year where they made that run yeah. and he had great stats but he had only 38 against games
1: against Tampa that year wasn't it yeah
0: and Happy Boulin also won the cup yet that year so that's why I have Happy Boulin higher but I think in terms of it, it Kipper's off's talent
1: Probably, he's up definitely top twenty-five. one of the most acrobatic goaltenders I've ever 100%. seen play. He could stretch uh, from post to post to his his his, <laughs> his crease movement. He was definitely uh, almost like a Dominic Hasek. Style, but he kind of had more of a, a butterfly.
0: In the lockout year, too, he had killer stats. I think he played for wherever he played, Joker it or wherever it was. His stats were insane. It probably hurt him a bit. Again, he came in older, flexibility. Then his goals again started going up a bit, but he was pretty consistent, too. Even his second last year, I think he had like a 9.15 save percentage. So
1: He also retired a little bit early. He,
0: he did Okay so it's, Compared know. to league standards Yeah yeah That makes sense too
1: Like it was kind of a surprise Like he, he he had alluded to the fact That he was considering Stepping away from the crease
0: But from 03 to 05 He's probably the best goalie honestly Yeah And then i And Rats. that's
1: another thing I took into consideration If you were the best goaltender Yeah definitely For a span
0: That's where Theodore I agree with you Because that Yeah yeah From 99 to 02 He's debatable
1: Debatable Which 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 means If, if I'm going based off That criteria You can make the case That I, I slighted Tim Thomas. I put Tim Thomas pretty high. Because to be quite (laughs) honest, uh, to have two years that are the prototypical best year for a goalie like cleaning out the entire all the hardware that a goalie can possibly win, including even the Lester B. Pearson. Award even you, and you just I'm saying
0: only. that, I'm moving Thomas up a spot.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, to t- to win the Jennings back-to-back years, Vesna's cups. I mean, it, it's very it's very hard to argue with someone like Tim Thomas. In fact, it, it's it's definitely almost an insult that I have someone like Cam Ward and Mike Richter, Van Beesbroek. Without Tim Thomas,
0: <laughs> you don't even have Tim Thomas on the list. No, Tom Thomas really? not on the list. Yeah, wow, on the list. wow. It was
1: just t- too few games. Yeah, I don't think he even eclipsed four hundred. I'll try
0: to pull it up after because I he wasn't one I wrote a paragraph for, but his it doesn't matter the, what he
1: did for that period. It was when we finally get to Dominic Hasik. I mean, like it's kind of <laughs> I'm kind of arguing against <laughs> myself <laughs> because at the same time he had a very very short window as well. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, no,
1: Hasik was longer. But he he was only he only became a starter at twenty seven.
0: Yeah. Oh that's fair. And his Blackhawks here weren't that good. And then I have a Raska sixteen too. you have Raska on there? No,
1: I don't have Raska. I,
0: I'm pretty sure he has the highest save percentage or he's top three of all goalies since he started since he's entered the NHL. Rask, even in the playoffs too, similar He doesn't have the cup yet I yeah, honestly just didn't.
1: don't think he qualified due to the, the lack of
0: games played He has like 600 now, he has to at least It's been since Thomas has left that he's been the starter at Boston He's probably, to me, if I had one goalie in the NHL Off the top of my head every time He's one of them, I'm for sure going to And I think he's more talented than Picker Rene In terms of what he could do In terms of him being able to steal one game you from you You think so, huh? I, In terms of being able to steal one game if he, it, I, He's a guy who he can make 48 saves with Robin Hood glove saves and doing this and that. And Picka, don't get me wrong, he probably can do it, but he's more of a guy who's going to let in two, save 38, and his kind of best performance kind of thing. So I, I just think Tuca's a guy who could completely 100% take over game, and I'm pretty sure he's also had a year with the goals against under two. It was like 1.9. so
1: Full season played?
0: Yeah. So that alone, that stands to me. Who else did you, from 19 to 16, is there anyone you want to say anything about? 9 to
1: 16. 19 to 16. 19 to 16. No, I was going to bring up the Nikolai Habibulin and uh, cup win, but you already did that.
0: I have him at 15. So you have him at 16. 16. Uh, so... It, Like I said, I only have him one above Kipper because he did win that cup, and they went head-to-head. His stats in the playoffs are basically just as good as Kipper, and I only have him so low because he only had like three or four good years as well. It was basically like, I think, 99, um, 102, and then that run, and then he just kind of became pretty average. But for the time he was good, the nickname the Boulin Wall was super accurate. (laughs) Extremely accurate. Pucks didn't go past him. He stopped a lot of stuff. He did. He make amazing saves all the time. No, but he saw the puck amazing.
1: Did Nikolai well. Bulin have a Conn Smythe?
0: I think Brad Richards won that like Conn
1: Smythe. It was. I don't think it was that year.
0: He has another one, not from Chicago. No,
1: no no. Way. Nikolai Bulin had one, and he didn't win the cup, did not
0: he? Are you sure? Well, for who?
1: This is stuff you should. Uh, you should search that. I just popped in Jamie. my head. <laughs>
0: Happy what about uh, in, the, in the meantime 15 to 11 Who do you have
1: 15 to 11 Alright so uh, as I already said Picarene is at 15 for me Then I have uh, The Pop Then Kipper And then Jonathan Quick
0: Quick at 11
1: Quick is At 12 Who's 11 Carry Price. <laughs> so I yeah. told you last night, I, was, I, don't, I don't think that Carey Price is going to quite crack, crack the, uh, the top 10. But he, he just slid in there. He bumped up a couple spots just because the stats are just fucking ridiculous.
0: No, Happy Bullion doesn't have a Conn Smythe. It says
1: he's a four-time All-Star.
0: He, uh, he definitely had the best playoff stats of any goalies that year, but I'm pretty sure Brady Richards won that Conn Smythe still. Oh, also, in the 2011-2012 season, he had the lowest goals against through the first nine games of his season since the NHL expansion of 0.98. Shit. Good for you, Nath, and Nikolai havre You were old as fuck then. <laughs>
1: that's
0: and that's what you see, too, with a lot of these guys who actually were more talented. They'll have random stints. Even a guy like Ron Hextall, he had his best year towards the end. Guys like Mike Vernon too, they had their best years towards the end where the rules were probably becoming more favorable towards goalies. And also because of that, that's why I left a guy like Kujo out. Because to me, Curtis Joseph, he just he never had any one specific year that really stood out to me at all. He played a lot of games. He played for a lot of good teams. He never did very good in the playoffs. He never did very good for Team Canada or anywhere. Curtis Joseph was just a guy who was there, and if you had him, he was all right. But his goals against... He, he would let in three goals for you, four goals. He was no still an adequate
1: lo- uh, last line of defense. I mean, uh, the fact that you left him off and he broke a top 10 for me, that's a little... Yeah, but you
0: left Tim Thomas off. Tim Thomas has a cup, multiple Veznas, Jennings, goals against Deers under oh, two, yeah. save percentages, 928. And he came in the
1: league very, very
0: late. He was content in playing overseas. And then um, my 15-11, er, like I said, happy Bula and I have uh, Chris Osgood, 14, Olaf Kolzig uh, 14. Sorry, uh, yeah, All the coast at thirteen. J. Shigarev twelve, and Jonathan Quick eleven as well.
1: Actually, ironically, I was thinking uh, J. Shigarev because he won the con Smythe without yes. winning the the Stanley. He game.
0: did, and he had multiple of runs again. And too.
1: he was with Anaheim, I believe.
0: He, he did and I only have him so high because he not only had the one playoff run where they won the Con Smythe and he didn't win but they also he had also had another playoff run with very similar stats goals against right about two or just about I think it was 2.06 the year they won and it was like a 1.5 the year they actually lost save percentage it through the roof both years J.J. Chaguer was clutch as fuck when he had to be and his consistency through I think it was 2001 to 2007 he was definitely one of the best goalies in, in the NHL in terms of wins save percentage goals against everything made Team Canada multiple times he was one of the top three goalies in the nation for sure so, J.S. Shigara definitely a top twenty-five spot for me. You don't have him on there? No, I don't. See, probably because he played for the Leafs, <laughs> <laughs> and because he robbed us in the one Ducks one too. And that's I couldn't I couldn't go by any personal preference. I even debated Jonas Hiller because Jonas Hiller his stats were definitely adequate.
1: Oh, for sure. It, for me, it was just games played.
0: Yeah, that's why I didn't have him yeah. on there, too. He was basically just like six, seven years, and he just basically dropped completely out. Oh, because
1: it, it, that's why I mentioned a lot of the games played, just because a lot of the times you, you play an extra hundred games, those stats are dropping off of a cliff. It's very hard for to keep up that longevity. The continuity of it. it is just – because usually a prime for a goaltender is not – 10 15 years, you know that's what, what I, mean? I mean? It's a very short stint, so and that's whenever when you're looking
0: at the stats, you start to realize.
1: So, whenever wow. you're able to play 600 plus games and maintain plus 90% nine, percent save percentage or, or, or underneath two and a half goals, that's that's above elite. You should be considered in the top 25.
0: And then, before we both rant about quick, I think I mentioned in mine, I don't think you mentioned him yet, Chris Osgood. I feel like you might have him in your top 10 then.
1: He just cracked the 10. In fact, I ended up moving Kerry Price down and switching for Chris Osgood. Just because of playoff success or for playoff longevity? success? Oh, for sure. Yeah, he has. I'm pretty sure the the second most playoff shutouts. Yeah, and these insane numbers. I mean, he and those last two Detroit years too. I think yeah. he had like 40 playoff games. And if you look at the stats he had, it was. And you could make the argument he was just on a very consistent team. But I mean, at the end of the day, you could do you could do the same thing for Martin Brodeur. You can do the exact same thing for Patrick Wall. Oh yeah. I mean, he, Patrick Wall might have cups on two different teams, but he also went to a team that was beyond stack. Come yeah. on, like Joe Sackick, Milan hey Duke. Like the, the players that they had at their disposal he, he, You had the tools to win All you basically had to do was block your 20 shots a game Same thing as Chris Osgood He doesn't have all, all the saves behind mm-hmm. him He doesn't have the 28,000 saves Which is a record for someone like Martin Broder He doesn't have that But at the, at the end of the day he was an adequate last line of defense He did Very his adequate. job when he needed to I mean in some of these numbers are c- Come on And he's 13th in wins So I mean at the end of the day That's Three cups yeah, Three so Stanley I Cups. He has two Jennings, which also, it, 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 the contributing factor to the Jennings was clearly the fact that <laughs> he was only getting 20 yeah. shots a game. If you honestly, if, if, you, if you took the stats from that year, I guarantee he wasn't even top 10 in goalies for shots against. I, I almost can guarantee it. But he did have two Jennings, you know what I mean? And uh, he's eighth in playoff wins. So at, at, at that rate, I mean, you have to, he was a champion in, in both regular season and in the postseason. So for me, Chris Osgood has more to show. In St. Louis, too.
0: Whenever he went to St. Louis, he had one good year as a starter, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, it
0: was a very low end goal against, good good amount of wins. But to me, it's the fact that there was multiple playoff runs, not just one. Multiple times, this mm-hmm. guy stepped in when he had to be the guy to step. step in up fact, I don't know if you remember
1: it. this, but I told you that uh, when Upper Deck started to expand insert cards for trading cards, mm. I ended up getting this one, and it was a piece of of net. I think from two thousand two. They the, the the Wings won in uh, two thousand two, correct, mm-hmm. or was it two
0: thousand three? They. W- yeah, I, th- uh, I think two thousand three. I think or was what, it
1: two
0: thousand four? No, no, no. O oh, oh four was Tampa Bay. O oh three would have been the year before. I think that would
1: have been Colorado, and then I think it would have been Detroit. Then yeah, Dallas. so it was O two. So my, my my initial frame of mind was correct. That I actually have a card with a piece of Chris Osgood stick.
0: Oh, from the uh, from from, the, from
1: right. the the Stanley Cup final. Damn, I know, and I it, it blew my mind because I'm used to just getting the the jersey. Cuts, yeah, I've had like the a little Rick cuts
0: Nash of and Mike
1: Comrie, but like, it,
0: like it, something like that.
1: Oh yeah, and even uh my, my buddy, he ended up getting one with a piece of net in it. Mm. Like the the ima- that's crazy to me. I I, I want to price that, appraise it to see what it would be worth these days.
0: No, definitely, especially too because Chris Osgood definitely is one of the best playoff goals of all time. He had oh, the cool mask too, and oh for sure. There is funny stats when looking it up too. Like I saw like Martin. Prosecco's. I think he's like top 15s of wins of the uh, like nineteen nineties or two thousands
1: or something. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Martin yeah. Prosecco, shout out. Um, but, 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 but Chris Gosgood, like when I was researching him, I could not believe like he's definitely a very overlooked, underrated goaltender. And I, I, I think it's just because he wasn't spectacular. He wasn't flashy. He wasn't the, the character you expect a goaltender to be. He wasn't talking to his goalposts. And
0: <laughs> I think the flashiness is just why I have a quick a couple of spots ahead of him because I mean, same thing with Shiger because I guess technically. They did similar things to Oscar just a bit better in the season. Same thing with Quick, but we've both had Quick at 11. And, I mean, the main thing for me for Quick, it, it is the combo of regular season and playoffs. Yeah. I mean, he had – so the the one playoff stint when the Kings actually were like a mini dynasty almost. Yeah. He had 64 playoff games from 2011-2014. He had a 1.95 goals against that at time and a 9.30 save percentage. And of all goalies with at least 80 playoff games in the last 25 years, Quick is fifth in save percentage, seventh in goals against. And then in regular seasons just as good. He's got the 40 wins once, 30 wins in six of the 10 years.
1: I was going to say, those, those playoff stats are pretty much just carrying over from regular season. Oh, yeah. Which is, is not very common. Uh, at the end of the day, a lot of these goalies we're talking about are, are great regular season goalies. But then when they jump into the playoffs, like they're usually goals against or above, above the three mark. And then before we get into the top ten, we'll do our uh, going
0: back list. Top five before our time. So it was mainly, I mean, again, we didn't see them play, so it's mainly just basically looking at statistics, try to go off what was said, what videos that were seen, et cetera. My five, I have Glenn Hall at five. I have Johnny Bauer at four. I have Jacques Plante at three, Ken Dryden at two, and
1: Terry Sawchuk at one. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Do you have any reasons for that? Some I of those guys didn't make mine, so, I mean. Uh, well, what's yours first? Well, well, mine, I went, Vladislav Tretiak could be considered one of the greatest goaltenders of all time.
0: Yeah, see, I just, because so there's the no NHL in uh, from so that's the only Exactly.
1: You, like, I, I, I didn't feel right ranking him over some, someone like for Terry Sawchuk, mm-hmm. uh, or Bill Dernan, or Ken Dryden, and Jacques Plante. In, in, in complete order I just I didn't feel right doing that but at the end of the day. I mean he 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 for, for the Red Army squad he had 13 league titles five straight MVPs and He uh, in the 81 Canada Cup. <coughs> he posted a 1.33 goals against when playing When when facing the world's best team, so he played the NHL all-stars Okay, like the, the cream of the crop of the NHL would yeah. go to these tournaments and he would let in one goal and face like 50 shots you know and what I that mean? was back then too <laughs> and, i mean and, and he's widely considered by by many of uh, of the the all-stars of the 80s to be probably the best goaltender who ever played i mean even someone like Wayne Gretzky he has a whole chapter in his autobiography just talking about Vladislav Tretiak and trying to get him over here yeah, he actually was drafted by the Montreal Canadiens he just never got a chance to play a, a how many teams were in the nhl at that point uh what year was that it would have been uh early 80s, so there was quite a oh few. Oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. Quite a few. There was probably like uh, S- 20. Damn, so he just money or what was it? The problem was I- I- is th- it was the Soviet Union. Mm. They, they wouldn't actually allow any of the Russian-born players to come over and play. Yeah. That's why a lot of these top Oh, sco- yeah,
0: the Alexander McGill. Yeah, there
1: was yeah, a yeah. lot of issues with this, okay? And, and the, the hard part about the fact that Vladislav Tretiak never got a chance to play in the NHL was mm. that at the end of his playing career, I mean, like, it was a few short years after the fall of the Soviet Union happened. Yeah. And then all the Russian players flooded over, and we ended up seeing the... Was
0: like, McGonig the first one? Because I remember seeing that thing.
1: He could probably be the, of the first batch. The, yeah. The, 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 the first Maybe, like, class. the first, like, kind of big one. Yeah, team. yeah. I, I, I'd i like to think so. That makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And uh, Terry Sockseck at number four, I mean... See,
0: I had him one. I mean... He's basically. What is he still? Is he still number two in shutouts to this day?
1: Well, yes, he was the first goalie to, to actually reach a hundred. Yeah. And that record stood for thirty nine years. I mean,
0: that's like the Wilt Chamberlain.
1: Yeah. It wasn't until Martin Bergeur passed him in two thousand nine.
0: And it felt like no one was going to pass
1: him, honestly. No, exactly. There's only two goalies that have hit a hundred. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's another goalie who's hit ninety yet. No, because no, definitely. no. Uh, I think uh, I think maybe. Uh, third or fourth. Well, there's a couple guys from the 20s and 30s that ranked up there, but I think of active goalies the next one yeah, would be there's Roberto like, Longo. Um,
0: George Hainsworth. And yeah, stuff yeah. Like that, there's yeah.
1: a couple of those guys that I mean, and it's it's hard to, to consider them at the end of the day. The, the, yeah. the league didn't even prohibit goalies to go down on a knee yeah. back then. And if you look at their stats in like 800 games, they have like a two point two <laughs> goals against it. it, it, it you, you can't you can't compare that
0: and percentage wasn't even calculated then either. Too, I tried to leave those yes. guys off. I, Johnny Bauer, I think it was calculated then. Yeah, yeah. And he's a guy who again he just made it. I it was between him and Glenn Hall for four and five for me. Glenn mm. Hall was actually a pretty talented.
1: And, and I considered all of them. I, I just I couldn't say no to the hardware of uh, uh, of these players of Jacques Plant, Ken Dryden, Bill Dernan. Like Bill Dernan, I I had only heard him in passing. I, uh, yeah, you know, I, I didn't mean? even. I, I almost felt incompetent for not ever actually like digging deep into this guy you know what i mean because these numbers are are just incredible so for terry satchik i agree that I, I had to have him pretty high i mean at four i, I couldn't place him ahead of many people just because he didn't have the vesnas that these other candidates had he also so had the
0: tragic death though random
1: oh yes yes you can
0: <laughs> i i don't even remember what happened remember. What, what was it they were wrestling at yeah uh, yeah he I was know. wrestling with one of his teammates and then he ended up getting like something in the kidney he got like a knee or something uh, in the kidney. Uh, was and then it he not a
1: street fight? No,
0: he was wrestling with one of his friends, like his teammates. It wasn't even a street fight. There it wasn't was like, it
1: like head to the midsection. Yeah, or like they were just like <laughs> horsing around, yeah, something yeah.
0: stupid like that, and something internal just like yeah, yeah. fucking broke down because of it, and then he ended up fucking dying suddenly. Like he was still playing when he died.
1: And and the other impressive stat, I mean, as we already mentioned, this is a different era. So I mean, there was. Different skill set even amongst the yeah, entire league, sure. but in s- Terry Satchuk for 971 games played, has a 2.5 goals against. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. He also has a, a 51 Calder in uh in his trophy case. He has four Vezinas, four Stanley Cups, and a Lester Patrick Trophy. Yeah, I mean that's pretty significant. It, it very significant, and especially when you actually look at the dates in which he won those trophies. It was yeah. like an s- eight-year span.
0: Which is kind of funny because you're, that seems longer than like a guy like Hendrion because he only had like the seven, eight oh years. Yes.
1: He had a very short, short career. Yeah. Very short career. Ken Dryden. It was short lived.
0: But then you have so many guys based on longevity. But then when we go back to the olden times, mm-hmm. it's just like man, Ken Dryden was so
1: fucking good. Well, the fact that in that time span he ended up winning five Vesnas and six Stanley Cups. Yeah, uh, you you you, <laughs> you can't deny those numbers. I mean, and a her to to enter and a con Smythe. I mean, and his
0: numbers look like fucking picker and a's today. Yeah.
1: And at the end of the day, not a lot of goalies have con Smythe. Yeah. N- almost no goalies have con There's a very short list of goalies with con For sure. Tim Thomas. <laughs> the, you're never going to let me live that down. There's proof now. There's going to be a podcast up here. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just can't believe that. Tim Thomas is so good, man.
1: Oh, he is, for sure. Uh, the funny thing is, is you and I would play, like, the old NHL games, and you could actually find him on, a, like, SM League <laughs> teams and everything oh,
0: yeah.
1: else. Well, he was how old when he entered? Like, pretty much 30. He was 30-something. I mean,
0: maybe th- between 32, 35 but the thing is, when he started seeing the puck, he started seeing it so good, too, because even in the AHL the year before he entered, he fucking murked it, man.
1: He's almost – it doesn't make sense to say he's a faster Jonathan Quick, but he covers the bottom of the net as well as Jonathan Quick. I mean, he takes away the entire bottom. like that. The, the, the style of, of butterfly he plays with is, is one of the most impressive styles, in my opinion.
0: And uh, before we move on, I'm just going to give a shout-out to uh, – Quant hockey, as I'm Googling the Tim Thomas stats, because that's the one I like to look at the most. It's the most aesthetically pleasing, I would say. The other ones are a bit hard to follow. If you're and
1: and to and it apparently, it's extensive stats that I apparently missed right the fuck over. Well, it's flew, good flew because right it, over it, my head. it
0: goes in international stats, too. It says their accolades that they won, it says even like Joker titles and stuff like that. Shout out to that. And that's also the place I'll go if I'm looking, and let's say I want to see NHL goalie stats last eight years. You could do that. And what's and that? Quant hockey.
1: Oh yes, I was on yeah. there for just yeah. The, the, you could the do literally rankings. pretty much any yeah, number yeah.
0: of years. I when I was working for fans, I had used it constantly. It's v- honestly one of the most reliable sources, I would say. Um,
1: but so yes, but to shout out to Bill Dernan, uh, I, I said I didn't really know who the hell this guy was. Yeah, no, same thing. But but he played seven seasons in the NHL, won two Stanley Cups, and won six Vesnas. I mean, and, and they awarded what the what year was that? Oh my god, uh, 60s. Okay. So, I mean, it, it, it's still relevant enough. But the fact that you played seven season and seasons and you won six Veznas, and, and the Vesna wasn't, wasn't voted on by the GMs of the league like it is today. It was awarded to the goalie who allowed the least amount of goals. So, I mean, that, that's domination at the, the highest level. And Jacques Plante, just to, to end it off with, he played 800? Yeah, I have a bit too as well. He has eight hundred and thirty-seven games played with a two thirty-eight goals against, which is just retarded. He has a, and, a, and he has a record seven Vesnas. He has a Hart Trophy as well. And the crazy
0: thing is, too, there's such a discrepancy between the goalies, too, because you actually had to be a ballsy motherfucker to be a good goalie
1: back then. Uh, no mask. Yeah. That's what I
0: mean. You're you're literally just staring at the puck the whole time.
1: And and a, a lot of people. Harold Jacques Plant is the first goalie to wear a mask. That isn't actually true. He was the first goaltender to wear a full mask. But, but 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 technically Clint Benedict was the first one who wore it was like a nose covering because he was tired of breaking his damn nose. So there's pictures of this really ugly like mask thing just covering half of his face. But yeah, Jaclant was technically the first goalie to wear a mask. And then
0: your number one you had. Well, that was my number one. Okay, I had
1: one, had one was Dryden, right
0: Yeah, I had Sawchuck one. Yeah, sorry.
1: Yeah, and Sawchuck for me was just the fourth because uh, because Ken Dryden dominated for too long, and, and the fact that Bill Durnan there was no one better than him while he played. So I mean,
0: yeah. So just to clarify, I had Harry Sawchuck one, Ken Dryden two, Jacques Plante three, Johnny Bauer four, Glenn Hall five. That was my list. Sorry.
1: And, the, and 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 Hall and Bauer probably would have been like six seven for me to be quite honest. I I, I looked at them quite a bit. It's just I couldn't put them. And then In moving the
0: on to top 10, we'll go two at a time. So okay. I have uh, Marty Turco, 10, and I have Tim Thomas, 9.
1: Holy. So two,
0: two similar goalies, and I only have Thomas higher because of the accolades that he did
1: it for longer. Two kind of small goalies as well.
0: Definitely two smaller goalies. Marty Turco was arguably the best goalie after Ed Belfort left. They had that cup run with that, I would mm. say from probably like 2000 to 2000.
1: And he was also uh, the last of a dying breed. I mean, whenever for you sure. look at goalies coming into the league, they're very oversized men. They take up large parts of the net. They're, they're just 6'2 six, six and above. I mean, Marty Turco was maybe 5'9".
0: Yeah, and I mean, in terms of... For me, it was talent.
1: Yeah, for sure. Well, you have to have talent when you have to, you have to yeah. compensate for that lack of size.
0: Yeah, like, again, it's just the fact he could steal games so many times for people. It was the saves he could so make. It was... Marty Turco is definitely one of my favorite goalies of that era. Oh, he's era, one actually. of
1: my favorite as well. I just couldn't put him. <laughs>
0: it's, it was a short stint. That's why I couldn't put him higher. But I definitely feel like in terms of what I've seen from goalies from them, Marty Turco is definitely top ten. I mean, you don't make Team Canada consistently being a guy who isn't at that level. It's, even if it was for a short stint, I think it was, again, I think three, four years, I would say Marty Turco is definitely top three goaltender.
1: Well that's deserving. I just had I, I couldn't put him top 10.
0: with all the other goal uh, uh, Where top did you winners, have him
1: on there? Didn't have him on there at all. I don't see it at all. Are you trying to tell me Sean Burke is better than Marty Turco? For me it was just it was just the length of the career and the fact that he he had so many wins in that time. Yeah, but he's so
0: Marty Turco over Sean Burke. I mean, if you have one goalie,
1: come on. He, I'd probably pick Marty Turco.
0: I'd 100% pick Marty Turco.
1: But are we doing the eye test or the stat test?
0: It's a combination of both.
1: <laughs> I, I find that the stats kind of overpowered it a little bit.
0: That's fair. Me. I mean, that's, that's me just trying to shove my because lips down your throat. D-
1: because numbers <laughs> don't lie, right? Like, uh, I, I deliberately ranked... My number one a little bit different yeah. than you just so we'd have for the sake of debate because you could argue either way i mean there's one clear cut almost, you know what i mean that's why i'm not going to be debating you an nfl goat or anything but for goalie goats i th- it's going to be an interesting conversation so for my 10 and 9 i went chris osgood and then curtis joseph curtis joseph only because he's fifth and wins and he maintained a, a below two-and-a-half goals against. I mean, when you look at all these other goalies from his era, he did. 2.49. Oh, that, that's better than I thought. That's a lot better than I thought as well because he is also top three in losses. Yeah. But he also played so many damn games. To be fifth in wins, That that's impressive to me.
0: D- definitely. So we've already ranted about Oscar, So Tim Thomas, just, to, uh, just so you know. Just
1: to lay it on me again.
0: So again, so... Uh, in terms of what he won, he obviously won the Stanley Cup. He won the silver medal at the 2010 Olympics, too. Um, we know, he, like you said, he has the Vestness and the Jennings trophies. But then when he actually started getting good, so first, so like I said, the AHL his first year, is 43 games played with Providence. He ends up putting up a uh, 1.84 goals against and 941 save percentage in
1: 43 <laughs> games. 941,
0: oh my god Yeah, it's the HL, but still I need I some mean, help
1: picking up my jaw
0: That's what I mean get, uh, Lockout year goes to Joker Same thing, 1.58 goals against 946 save percentage And then it comes wonder the
1: why he was so comfortable overseas Yeah, it comes into the <laughs> NHL Has
0: a couple mediocre years But still 917 save percentage first year Then he becomes Tim Thomas 0708 So 244 goals against 921 save percentage 2.10 goals against 933 save percentage Two point five goals against nine fifteen. Two goals against nine thirty eight, and then two thirty six nine twenty. Really? Yeah, and then I mean the playoff stats too. I mean, like I said, the Joker year two, he, he was the eight, when he uh, went overseas for the lockout year. Twelve playoff games, uh, one point eight three goals against nine thirty eight save percentage. And then the year the Bruins won it, he had twenty five games played that playoff run. One point nine goals against nine forty save percentage. In the year before too, he had a similar run too. So I mean, to say Tim Thomas isn't a top twenty-five goalie. When those uh, are some of the best goaltending years, probably.
1: Yeah, definitely in the history of the game.
0: And he was so different too. He was more like Marty Turco, but better. That's why I urge him at Turco at nine because the fact that Turco is actually able to play for Team Canada, which is definitely the best. Well, I see a lot of that.
1: Jonathan Quick in, in, or rather, I see a lot of of Tim Thomas in. Jonathan Quick they're just so good down low and they're they're so good side to side they're very quick They're acrobatic he's constantly sliding all over the place awkward positions a lot of dexterity in the way they're bot with their body movements that can contort their bodies in weird ways. Like Tim Thomas would just come. Like, you remember watching that guy play a lot of the times oh at, yeah. in those playoffs? He would come right out of the damn fucking crease. That's like, what I'm saying. He this. would challenge those shots. I mean, he was definitely good with his angles. He understood the position well. And he loved just being a little shit. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: and then, so, what? Here's your
1: 8-7? My 8-7 is Ryan Miller 8 Mark Andre Fleury seven.
0: We have Fleury in the same spot. I have him with seven as well, and then I have Carey Price eight. So Carey Price two. I just for Carey me Carey Price
1: made my eleven all, only because he has so far to go. He doesn't have his cup yet. I, I, I think agree. A lot of the, he has so far to go. He could be a top five with with what I've seen by the eye test alone. That's, that's why he know. could be a top five. For it's
0: me. the fact that he just steals games anytime. Yeah. there's if you, I,
1: he's a robot. He's mechanical. He is so fundamentally precise and fluid with his motions. I mean, you said it yourself. He has some emotional moments. Mm -hmm. But when you watch the game, there's not a single facial expression. There's nothing from that fucking guy. He is just zeroed in focused. And it translates very well. His stats are just (laughs) gaudy as hell. I can't even even put it into perspective because his his stats are even better than the the goalies in this generation itself. You know what I mean? Like, just based on averages, like the top cu- couple guys, the stats are pretty, pretty much the same. They kind of He plays in
0: one of those high pressure environments, too. Does he crumble sometimes? Yes.
1: Oh, for but sure. Consistent. It's a hard market, it, it's the center of the hockey universe.
0: I mean, look at Leaf's goalies. I mean, no one has done what Kerry Price has done for the Canadians.
1: Well, you could argue that Toronto's a harder place to be a goalie. But it's, but Montreal is probably like second. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> it's, it's not right far up there. Behind. No, no, not at all. I
0: yeah. mean, uh, you know what? Ottawa's probably number one, but we, we don't have time for that right now.
1: Well, probably the inconsistency. I mean, we were searching for a goalie for twenty years. You know what I mean? Patrick Lalime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out.
0: Um, uh, yeah, marc Andre Fleury Seven. I mean, his regular season sometimes hit or miss, but it's the combination playoffs, the, the longevity of the fact oh, that yeah, the Vegas goal
1: because you could la- point to some year, playoff I mean, series, like say against the Flyers. Yeah. So. Yeah, where I, I mean, he had like probably a four and a half goals against. Those
0: were crazy series, though. Oh my god. Oh, I Some agree. of the best series but of all like, time, probably. I
1: agree. Like so, some of my favorite. Honestly, I, like
0: what 2010, 2011 for anyone who hasn't seen.
1: I think yeah, it was 2010, yeah, 2011. Yeah, so yeah, yeah crazy. I, so series. one day on on the the suggestions on YouTube, it said a full game. I'm like, fuck, why not? Yeah. And no. I think it was like. 7-8? yeah.
0: It's 10, like a Playoff game.
1: <laughs> I mean, there was a couple empty netters in there, but at the same yeah, time, like it it just like seven re- six regular strength six goals. Four, yeah. There was probably at least like fourteen. <laughs> That's pretty insane for me. But at the end of the day, like you said, he he also has stolen some series and he pro- and, and especially Stole the cup, especially one save. I was gonna say especially that first cup. I yeah. mean, he he was a uh, he he brought a different level of intensity to that roster. I mean, they didn't need any. Any more stars, but he 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 broke into the league like the Kool Aid Man. Like oh yeah, he came through with, with uh, exclamation points. So I think Mark Andre Fleury very deserving of the seventh spot. He's at the end of his career. I yeah, don't know how sure. long he has. But left. even
0: the last run too with Vegas, that was impressive no, till yeah, the very oh end. Oh yeah, for but sure.
1: And, and the teams he had to play to get to that road. I mean. And
0: then uh, what about six and uh, six and five? I have uh, I have Henrik Lundquist and then I have Ed Bell four or five.
1: This is where our list is going to pretty much almost be the same. It's going to be w- one spot removed here and there. So with my my 6, I ended up going uh Ed Belfour. See, very similar too. And with 5 I went Roberto Luongo. Now Roberto Luongo is probably statistically better than the number four guy who I have ranks, mm-hmm. but he just he's lacking the hardware. I, and I, I, that's almost an insult to to such a great career. I mean, he Definitely. Roberto Luongo is third in wins. He he he's tied for regular season wins in one year at 48. He has 77 fucking shutouts. Sevilla.
0: Yeah. That's multiple teams too, Florida, Vancouver,
1: and he I has mean. I think uh, 150 more wins than losses.
0: Dude, even this year, he's how fucking old? And I think he's like third in save percentages here.
1: I haven't counted, but how many seasons does he have plus 40 wins?
0: I pr- probably three. That's my guess, and that's a lot more than most
1: people. That's he is insane. The fact that he doesn't have a Jennings Trophy, he doesn't have a Vesna Trophy,
0: doesn't have a cup.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have a cup. I mean, he has he has one uh, uh, Stanley Cup appearance. Yeah. So at the end of the day, I Any mean, kind
0: of choked. <laughs>
1: That's why I'd probably... I, I probably could have put him four. Yeah, that's... He, he's just lacking the hardware. That's where I have me. him. I have so, him. So, Ed Belfour does have a Jennings. He does have his... Uh... So, Ed Belfour has two Vesnas, four Jennings, a Stanley Cup, and a Calder. Yeah. Hardware. So, I mean, he has the hardware. A- a- and even whenever you look at the numbers, he was a- actually a statistical twin, of Martin Brodeur when they were playing. Like, there was years they had identical numbers. You could, if you just took Similar away- playing style too. If you literally just took away the picture and the name, you couldn't distinguish whose stats they were. So I mean, to have an equal on that level, like Martin Brodeur could be considered the best of all time. So I, I think that Ed Belfour definitely deserved a, a top four consideration. I only definitely put a, I, I had basically- I l- only put him l- at the six because he is lacking in some of the more flashy stats. Is
0: Lundqvist your four?
1: Lundqvist is my four
0: See, so basically four, five, six We agree When I made my list, I had four to six In slashes for Belfort, Luongo, and Lundqvist
1: that w- that was probably the hardest positions for me.
0: Yeah, and Luongo for me, it's just it's the very fact of longevity. And it, it's funny, I didn't favor longevity so much in this list until right there. Yeah, it's the fact that Luongo has done it for so long. Same with Lundquist too. That's why it's so high. The fact that every single year this guy is coming up, putting up 920 save percentages left and right. He was a staple of the New
1: York Rangers for a decade. And you could argue he deserves more Vezinas than he has. He currently Definitely. only has one, but he's been nominated for six. Wow, six Vezinas. So I mean, to only when it, it, it's been pretty tough. I mean. We we, we have seen era too, probably we, for goalies. Yeah, we were talking about that. Like just average numbers compared to what they used to be. Goalies are definitely a lot more skilled these days. But Henrik Lundqvist, he has the twelve twelve most games played. He has a 240 a two forty career goals against. And he has the 11th best save percentage at 919. Yeah. And that's, almost a 92. That's and I mean, probably in almost a thousand games played. Yeah. Yeah. 8.48. Exactly. He has the exact same amount of games played as... Uh, no, Ed Belfour has a, little, a few more. But even 63 shutouts, it's still top 15, right? Yeah. Mean and that's like I
0: said, too, he, there was n- rarely a debate over the decade if Henrik Lundqvist was the guy for the Rangers. It was always just yes, yes. He, again, he was like a wall. He was like a, a happy bullion, but for 10 years instead of three. And that's where Lundqvist ranks supreme, even though he didn't get the cup.
1: And uh, some Roberto Luongo stats for you. He's second in games played. He's forty-fourth in goals against. I mean, you can't blame him with with the second most games. Florida you know, too for so long. So it's a two-five-one. Yeah, not like horrible. That. It's still ranked forty-fourth but he has more games to show for it. Yeah. So I mean if he played 100 less games, he'd probably be like a 1 a, a 240 something save percentage easily. And save percentage he has the exact same as Lundqvist. and he's ranked 919. Wow. Yeah. 919. So for the second most games played, uh, 1032, that yeah. is incredible. Just moved into
0: third all-times in wins.
1: Yeah, and he he's third all-times in wins with the the 484, but he's also second in losses. Mm. Ninth in overall shutouts because, like I said, there were some guys from the 20s and 30s who yeah. different, different. But if you actually just condensed it down to modern era, he probably. Be it third. is funny
0: I leave Joseph off this list, but if we're probably comparing anyone from two eras, Luongo and Joseph is probably a very easy comparison. Yeah. Very. Like the saves they make, everything. Luongo just bigger, I would say.
1: And the. Uh, the fact I put Ed Bell six, he could probably even be in a four mark. I just think that Lundqvist and Luongo are probably more. Yeah, I Bell for they They're probably just more skilled. Yeah. Than what he was, to be quite honest with you, they're just better athletes. Yeah, a- and the, I num- agree. the numbers do project and reflect that. So uh, with number three, I think this is very easy. We're both going to have the exact same one.
0: So yeah, we won't
1: spend too much time on it because we're short on time. Mister three three. Patrick Waugh? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it's hard to argue with Patrick Waugh. He is, we already said it, it's very hard for a goalie to win a con and he has a record three con No other player in NHL history has more than two. So, I mean, at the end of the day, that's... Which that is
0: why I had Vernon on there, just the fact that he actually stole one from Ra. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the fact he was able to go head-to-head and actually...
1: So, I mean, uh, these top three, I think that number one for me is, is the skill king the skill king the one who is just the most skilled second is probably the, the accolades the the accolades where king. i just can't deny it and the third is i think is more the playoff king i think patrick Waugh is easily playoff king i, I mean uh, t- t- we always say in other sports when when you can actually switch teams and find the same success maybe yeah. you're that defining factor maybe you are the reason why these and teams the canadians are haven't won a cup since and, and they were very offensively Hindered the, the, those early Montreal teams. They weren't scoring goals. They were going overtime every fucking game. He needed to stand on his head. He he he's, he established himself as one of the well, best. No wonder players. he just
0: stormed out the one game then.
1: Oh yeah, Imagine
0: but you're just holding shit together. Then just fu- one time everything's going to break. It's like you fucking suck.
1: And, and they were they refused to pull him. It was after like the seventh or eighth goal, and he's like, "Oh, I'm done." He went right up to him and said, "What was it, Guy Charbonneau? Who was the goal?" Charbonneau. No. No, he. I think he played with Charbonneau. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he later became a coach. Yeah, that's why I was like, wasn't he coach then too? <laughs> but but I mean, four Stanley Cups with uh, two different teams. Yeah. I mean, he definitely had an easier time on Cor- Colorado. They were a much more stacked team, but to to win four cups on two different teams. That's almost and unheard like of. Too,
0: the fact that the Canadians didn't did find Gretzky. A success after two.
1: No, exactly. It's not like Wayne Gretzky left and then they won the year after yeah. with Mark Messier leading the way and yeah, winning the exactly. con Smythe. I mean, at the end of the day, like it, not even the great one, Wayne Gretzky, the best player to ever put on skates, could win a cup with another team after he left his dynasty. So, I mean, the, uh, Patrick Waugh is definitely the, the playoff king with five Jennings trophies, three Vesnas, three con Smythes. He... The third or second spot is his
0: And his presence was known too
1: Oh for sure And he even He even wanted Jack Adams Yeah <laughs> I mean yeah. like How many yeah, players could say that yeah. You know what I He didn't last long Still tep- though His temper but boiled he also over.
0: changed The pulling the net thing too I mean to this day There's still guys Pulling their goalie At the three minute mark Oh yeah they're doing it. aggressive as
1: fuck. It's a new norm. I love it. Yeah, same.
0: I had a tweet <laughs> in, like, 2011 when Willie Desjardins for the Canucks wouldn't do it. I'm like, he's not used to this new coaching style, just, like, ranting. <laughs> You've got to be with the times, man. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, again, short on time, so I'm... Um, uh, and number two? Tw- two and one. I mean, I have Hasek like two, but one. one.
1: Uh, see, if you just go based on on the hardware and the numbers, I mean, when you look at at Martin Bordeaux, 1266 games That's a league record He has the second best All time goals against In those 1200 games 2.24 yeah. uh, That's unfathomable that yeah. is a, you could, I cannot grasp Which those even numbers
0: a, Where it's hard to say Because as skilled as Hasek was Does this, even a small skill difference Make that much difference When Burder was pretty much Just as good honestly
1: And that's where our lists differ I have Dominic Hasek 1 Martin Verdurer too I mean you can easily make a case for Martin Verdurer because uh, uh, he's first in wins first in losses first in shutouts first in games played for Vesnas a Calder three Stanley Cups and five Jennings but where I would make the argument for Dominic Hasek is no one has dominated a position in hockey other than Wayne Gretzky for the for the the same period of time as Dominic Hasek did I mean he uh, he's the only goalie to win two hearts and one of only two players to win back-to-back hearts, he was nominated by for five heart trophies. five heart trophies. I mean that's not very very common for a goaltender, and Hashik is the only goaltender to ever face the most shots per 60 minutes while also leading the league in save percentage and he did it twice. I mean, he, he carried his team when he had him and, and the thing and he also has six Vesnas, two Stanley Cups three Jennings, and a very improbable gold medal in the 98 Olympics, which resulted in Wayne Gretzky saying, Dominic Hasek is the best goal te- the best player in the world.
0: I mean, before I could support Hasek, after to for Berder, so I mean, if we're looking for the w- amount of wins Berder has, it's almost more wins than Patrick Wah and a guy like Corey Schneider has combined. Oh, yeah. Which alone is insane. And then he's won on every stage. He's won the Olympics. Won the gold medal.
1: So is Dominic Ashik.
0: I, yeah, I agree. We'll get back to that.
1: With less tools to work with.
0: But he has eight seasons of 9.15 save percentage or better, seven playoff runs with goals against of under two, and eight with a save percentage better than 9.25. Eight playoff runs with a save percentage oh, better than 9.25. And then despite struggling in Vancouver.
1: They were also on a defensive juggernaut, though. Still, though. That ran I mean, the trap with same Lula Same percentage Amorello. speaks
0: large, though, I mean. Oh, for sure. For especially sure. if you look at a Broder highlight reel, it's not like it was just a block or save every time. Yeah. Broder, there's a lot of breakaways, especially because guys like Scott Stevens are out of position so much from making those jumping yep. hits. And then,
1: I mean. They also had uh, Niedermeyer, I mean, though, as well. So
0: Definitely. then I mean, he's also the only goalie with two goals, second in points. Three goals. The only two. Then he's second in points for goalie two with 47, 45 assists. Tom Barrasso, shout out, has more, 48 assists. But in ter- hardware, he has four Vesnas, He has five Jennings trophies. He has three Stanley Cups. He has a Calder trophy. And yep. he has four Stanley Cup appearances. So, I mean, that too, I mean, if we're going hardware for hardware, Broder stacks up for it. If we're going staff for staff, Broder stacks up, except he has way more wins. He,
1: he, he does stack up because I, I think that when, when, you, when you compare the two, Brodeur has five Jennings. Dominic Kashik only has three. Mm. But Dominic Kashik has six Veznas Perfect in a spot. matter of fucking eight years. That doesn't make any sense. It was his trophy every year. You could write his name in that slot before the year started. And the fact that, like I said, he, he's the only goaltender to ever face the most shots per 60 minutes while also leading the league in safe percentage. He carried his team. He, he had a Stanley Cup appearance with nothing.
0: The Buffalo team, yeah.
1: With nothing. And he has two cups. And he has two cups. When he finally went to a team that could help him the fuck out. And I mean... no and, and like I said before, he only started in the, in the NHL as a starter mm. at 27. If yeah, he would have started game. the same age as Martin Brodeur, we would not be having this discussion. I think Dominic Hask would easily be the first because he would have the games played. He wouldn't be 24th ranked only 735 games. He, he, he's the first ranked all time with 220 save percentage. In nearly 800 games, Mac, 220, that's, in re- that's retarded. Also save percentage. He's 92. Two, a 92-2. Over a seven hundred and almost fifty game played career. That's insane. Also he's he's ranked sixth in shutouts with eighty one in that time. I mean you, it's it's hard not to put Dominic Ashik as the skill king.
0: The skill king maybe, but again, it's
1: I think this is a fair way to put it. I think that in his prime Dominic Hashik was the best goalie to ever play. I don't think any goalie has ever played at a higher level than Dominic Hashik in that ten year That's span. Fair. Ever. I don't think a goalie will I ever play. I mean, I play. can
0: support that. I mean, in the seasons, he played at least 40 games. He had a goals against of over 2.3 only once. <laughs> and he had 81 shutouts, which is second amongst modern goalies. He had a 41 season. He has two cups. And in the Nagano Olympics, his uh, performance. So, yeah, he had a goals against under one in six yep. games and a .963 save percentage. And
1: yeah, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest player of all time, said that's that right there? Yeah. That goalie over there? best player in the world. I've never seen anything like it.
0: And the fact, too, he's so (laughs) old for Ottawa, doing what he did. But in terms of my favorite goalie, Dominic Hasek, would I love to put him number one? Absolutely. But in terms of the fact that Britter went out there and he broke every single record possible. (coughs) He didn't retire until he did it. If he would have retired without the shutouts record, if he would have retired without the win, something, then the argument to me becomes a bit easier. But the fact that he got every single thing he could, and no one's going to touch him anytime soon. He is the Wayne Gretzky of goalies.
1: Or the Michael Jordan. I know what you mean. I, I think that's that's so fair. I mean, some of these numbers, t- these totals, e- even in, in modern-day st- tomorrow to modern day standards, I don't think anyone will even be able to reach 1,300 games. I don't think anyone's gonna be able to reach nearly 700 wins. The 691. I indeed. just, I don't think so. I mean, we we already talked about how how Terry Sawchuk's record of what was it 103, 103 that stood for 39 years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's gonna take a goalie to play over 20 some odd years to actually reach those totals. And at that point, I mean, could you actually still maintain a a, a 91 to save percentage and a below 2.3, like t- a 2.24. Yeah. Like like you said, that's a very slim margin compared to Dominic Hasek at a, at a 220. But I just think that Dominic Hasek, it was a short-lived career. He was riddled with injuries. And we even said uh, he ca- he carried Buffalo to that Stanley Cup appearance, and he actually was battling a, a reoccurring injury that he had even in his time in Ottawa, yeah. a groin injury. I mean, that, that, that could have kept him out, but it didn't. He ended up winning back-to-back Hart trophies in that span. So, I mean...
0: Anyways, on that note, I have to go to work, so we're going to wrap up. You guys can have the rest of the debate on your own. I'm sure some of you will r- rip entire list a bit, especially with mine being a bit more recent. no I guarantee career, No, go, No Bill Ranf- Ranford. A lot of guys probably.
1: I mean with out no out Tim there. Thomas. <laughs> I'm not even good at
0: But uh, anyways, that's it for now. We'll be back later, hopefully, with some uh, trade deadline content. Otherwise, stay tuned. Consider the following. Episode one, sports content.
1: Sunsuck. suck.